0: I say it, welcome to America. As we're struggling trying to understand what this compulsory system is, and every night we have to listen to the reruns of the murder of George Floyd and citizenship, what does it mean to you? Will your voice be heard? Apparently not. Apparently they can just ignore your voice, and the wildest thing is is that they give all these taxes incentives to people to come here in Nevada to provide to you know, for them to have a break. And then they don't pay the health care for these people. So you're still paying for your own health care instead. Wake up in twenty twenty one. Who are you? And what will you do to set yourself apart from just following the process of failed services as we live in America? Failure has become the only option for public education from the beginning to the end. It's part of the process and they simply just identify services as failed services and I'm just trying to understand really who are we as American citizens? Where do we draw the line? Will we continue to let the failed services stand for public education in America? I don't believe so. We pay too much money out of the system to ensure that access happens and then access is not happening for all people. Oh, what can I say? I can't do you boo, you gotta do yourself. Wake up. It says, I wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed, no time for lounging around, time for thinking instead. You know, we can change the world if we want to, but we all have to stand up and that's just real. So this is two minutes of whatever wake up that's what it is two minutes to wake up because money is going to be here and it's going to be established for services for the people in poverty but do you know it's it's money for you i don't think so so you know have a great evening two minutes to wake up It is almost in the middle of April, but just just not quite there, April the 7th. And, you know, we're really talking about, you know, this money that's coming. It's called Gear Up and uh, Gear Up and the CARES Act money. And it's coming to the state of Nevada. And I'll just welcome you and just inform you that, you know, education is where we all have to be. We all have to be educated citizens. And what does that look like? And what is citizenship anyway? And how many people actually reach full potential in their citizenship? And, you know, and what does it mean to to advocate for oneself? And what does it look like? And if you have children, I'd say that that is the beginning of your journey. After you have a child, there's so many things that you have to coordinate, and it's sad that we don't understand that there are real services behind the coordinated services that are offered to you as a citizen. But it's unfortunate that it's left up to the state to provide those services and to ensure the access happens, and the quality of support that you receive really is just going to come from the state effort. But I can assure you, you wouldn't know about that if you were a military brat or, you know, married to someone in the Air Force or the armed services, if you were married to someone who had a job, because services really are coordinated around the positions that you exist in, basically. And if you're poor, then you have to realize that everything that happens for you as a poor person, it's almost like the harvest. I mean, they just go in and and do full force, and that's just no lie. I mean, when I went to go get my teeth, uh, one tooth, I had a tooth that needed some support. And I went to Western Dental, and, you know, it was this young chick in there, and she scraped my teeth, and they decayed right at the gum line within two years. And when I went to the next dentist, she says, oh, you had work on your teeth. I would have done a better job, but I'm saying, Wow. The deal is, is I didn't know I had work on my teeth. But I'm sure they build, you know, they build Medi-Cal because that's what they do. They just, it's like they open it up and it's just like harvest time. Every time new people come in, it's kind of like the same way when I got, uh, I was going to get something done to my teeth. And this guy, he said, oh, no, we could just pull all your top teeth and give you a permanent denture. And I said, hmm. Because a couple of my teeth had broken because I went to the dentist in the first place, probably never should have went. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, as you get older, you can see how the system really works. And it's just really a harvest of you. So I created this podcast to really empower people so that they understand just the power that they actually possess as an individual. But It requires that you engage in the process. And if you've never engaged, then you're not a winner. You have to act on everything. And that's just real. So when you have children, do you think that perhaps failure is an option? I'm the first one to tell you that failure is never an option. And actually, public education is to engage, support, and benefit. But for my people... My black people, it seems to only work in the negative. So it seems that public education means nightmares, chaos. means that someone's trying to get into your business, trying to document you as an individual. And really, that's not what public education is all about. But if anybody's taught you anything, these last prior years prior to Biden... Well, you should have woken up because you saw that in America, life is about whatever you make it. Mm. Where Whatever you make it is real. But choice is what we're talking about. And in public education, you have a right not to fail. So what do they have to do with what I'm saying? You have a right not to fail, meaning that you have a right for it not to oppress you or make life hard for you because it's not supposed to be that. But for my people who have accepted that they have a right to punish and document you, and that's something that they have a right to do, and I'm I'm the first one to tell you, sure, they can document it, but then they also have to demonstrate what they did to change the behavior. And see, therein lies the trick. Because if they did no work, then they violated your due process rights. And you just have a right not to fail. And failure should never be an option in public education. Sorry about moving the phone around. And it just amazes me how many people allow their children to fail and then I had an opportunity to go to some program where they were telling you know, dealing with kids that supposedly had hyperactivity or ADHD or whatever. But you do know that ADHD, they say it was created by a doctor or whatever that was just trying to put kids in a category that people found difficult to work with, basically. But life is about transitional skills and everybody learns something. And you just have to admit to yourself that if your child knows how to walk over there and turn the TV on and can recognize the TV's on, then perhaps they can recognize something. And it's about what can they recognize. And what influences them. And what drives change. Because everyone can change. And just when you know better, you do better. And that's just so real. I found that to be the realest statement of my life. As when you know better, you do better. So in 2021, will you do better? Because I'm the first one to tell you that failure shouldn't be an option And every human being that's enrolled in the public school which is compulsory in nature meaning that by law you have to attend by law you have to participate but you don't have to participate in the oversight process meaning that you will pay taxes but if you choose not to vote and talk about how those taxes are actually allocated well you know that's kind of your business and for black people because we come into the system through so much oppression and oppression is real and so is discrimination but I think that you know when they go through and they Suspend people and kick them off TV and then let them come back. I mean, you know, what is, what, I mean, they didn't have to work for the witch. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, he's over there and and people are actually offended by his behavior because he's a single man. I'm trying to understand that one. But he, perhaps he should have them organize what would look like, you know, sexual harassment and harassment and what it looks like. So that those people could define the parameters in which they want to live and then establish the rules as we shouldn't need courts to do right from wrong in in that manner, in that sense it's kind of like why are we in the middle of R. Kelly's marriages because he married those women those young women and they married and divorced him and whatever and some he didn't marry but he was just sleeping with them and he had children by them. And they were on the ups, but now they're on the downs. But I can tell you, it seems like he was just a very generous black man because he just had all of those black people that joined in the party. You know, backyard party. Just look at the video. It's the backyard party. And it is a backyard party because, I mean, when you see him and you know he's got some age on him. I think I'm older than him, but he's got some age on him. And, you know, but the young women, it's just like the Isaac brothers in that very disturbing video as, you know, he had like a 20-something-year-old, and she was in her negligee with her panties and stuff on and you could see that that's what she had night clothes on and he was standing there as a older gentleman I mean but if we're talking about age and all that and how it's wrong for older men to be with younger women but oh that's a choice then everybody has choice but you know to me I can't get into what I see and if it doesn't you know if I don't see it as whatever I mean to each his own I'm not trying to get at him And that's just real. each body. I mean, you know, you have to understand that when you're old, you're old. You can't do what you could do when you were young. And it's just like, you know, my husband, he learned, my ex-husband, he learned the lesson as he chose a younger woman, a younger woman who was his two older, two years older than his son. And uh, he broke his neck and, and he was paralyzed. And so she was bringing men in and she was fucking them upstairs or whatever and, and he had a massive stroke and that's just real and that was his life and he chose it because he could have divorced her and he was a military retiree and he was injured on the job at Southwest and quite frankly he could have had 24-hour care if he wanted to pay for it but he got 24-hour heartache and not here anymore but everybody makes their choice I'm just happy that my sons are making choices that are good for them and making the choice to live life a little, you know, or get all caught up in uh, other people's. I mean, but you know, you could choose and have a, have, have a good life if you have a good person that has your back and you have their back. And, and I think I've raised some good young men, but I'm gonna tell you, I mean, you just never know so, therefore, live your life slow. But if you have children, that obligation is yours to ensure the pathway supports them. And I do mean support. I don't mean failure, and I don't mean documenting the inability to complete a task because the task has the right to be completed and the journey has a right to have a written process. And that is what I found to be so. Monumental about special education is that the pathway was written and the support was written and the meetings were real. And you know, here they have one person and one teacher, and that's not a legitimate composition of a special education IEP team. No, there are members that should be participating. But moreover, I'm just trying to understand how they move children without any evaluations that determine that they have a problem. And just because somebody wrote it doesn't mean it's true. I mean, legally, that just baffles me because I don't see how they did it. And they just did it because they could because this is a state that says we the people and in our NRS whatever code, 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 That they can do whatever they want to do. And now they have to talk about SB 543 and this pupil centered funding plan and what the actual individual dollar every student generates because every student generates a dollar amount. But then if you have a special need, if you have an IEP, if you have a language proficiency, if you're homeless, and all these things add up to additional money. Now, see, that's where the money is going go, to go to the direct campus to create these wonderful services. But see, that's not how it's been happening here. No, they created because they understand what a governor could do or what a legislative person could do is to divert the funding that your child probably generated and not make it come to you and then allow failure to be the only option of the offer of a fake that you receive. But a fake means a free and appropriate public education, meaning that you agreed to the behavior support. But what perhaps you didn't understand is that the obligation still exists within the local school district provide the academic supports. All the areas that they said you weren't meeting, but I just don't understand when we can't see any data that talks about the support that's happening on a local school site for the children who are not making it. Because they're just not making it. And then they have solutions that were created by the legislative branch that would perhaps include 11-year-old being <coughs> sent to juvenile hall or perhaps removed from the home, they have an explosion of children in foster care here. And that just means to me that they're not doing the training necessary to keep families together. And it just really depends on what the value system of the state would be or the people who live within the state. And therein lies the solution and and the cure. As more and more people have to accept responsibility, for engaging in the process. And I think I want to add this episode to what would be early access to education because it's critical that the foundational skills are afforded to you before you reach a certain age. Because at the third grade, they just socially promote you from that grade on. There's no, I mean, and so I don't even understand. I mean, every Every district, every state gets to choose when they will have assessments to determine if what they're doing is good and it's helping the people. But if for your people, all they can do is offer <clears throat> penitentiary time, I'm sorry who gave them the authority to take away your right to what would be a free and appropriate public education before you were even at the age of maturity? And where is the offer of faith? And how does the state even document it did anything for you? If it's putting them in the penitentiary and that you would make choices that because of hunger, or desire for money or whatever, you know, because we understand marijuana, and we understand marijuana is legal here, and people are making money in marijuana hand over foot. And believe me, it's a it's a it's perhaps a drug that should have never been criminalized, as it is better for you than the Norco or the opiates or any man made drug for pain, because it allows you to manage your own pain and and live unaffected mentally, you know because it's not an addiction. People don't die from marijuana. <laughs> and that's just real. They don't even overdose from marijuana. So the Native Americans have been smoking the peace pipe forever. But the bill Mirab- it's the new cash crop. And people are going into business doing all kinds of things with hemp. And, and I mean, you know, it's about innovation, being creative in America. I thought until, until 2021, when I realized that perhaps people don't even understand that it is you who have the right to share whatever you want to share, and it is a right of freedom of speech. You have a right of freedom of speech and religion and, and liberty, and I have a right to own the shit that I buy in my house. And it belongs to me, and no one has the right to take over ownership of the devices and stop them from working because they don't like what I'm doing. And who are you? I just want to know. I didn't ask for a master, I didn't say, Master, can I come home? This is not what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about get a grip because we're ready for the ride. And thank God for 2021, where we all witness the uh what's it called the revolution at the white house and understanding that we the people the black people who were enslaved in this country built the white house and perhaps we have earned our freedom and our right to oversee public services that are being provided to the people who look like us in our own communities so move over you know too many people in the bed and the little ones saying good night. So, you know, it's all about will you win? Will your voice be heard? And will you choose the opportunity for your children as now you understand who the harvest is? It's just us. And has always been black Americans. So, I'll say like, subscribe, and follow me on Anchor. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And get a grip. Because truly, This billion dollars is coming for learning lots to the state of Nevada where they couldn't find black children. They couldn't find black children to enroll them back in school. And where we have an 80% placement in the juvenile halls and I will say they intend on continuing to direct file to the adult prison at 16 and I say wake up America. Who says they deserve our children when they're not giving them an opportunity to learn? In 2021, you pay taxes. Will your voice be heard? Wake up in 2021. Engage in the process. Until we meet again, this is Ernie Anderson saying, E. Puribus Unum, out of many there are one, but out of one there are none in 2021.